This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GSA tops other agencies in communicating re-entry plans to its employees. National Guard members get the go-ahead to unionize. And a group of senators want an investigation into one particular vendor known for identification services. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 92.6% of employees at the General Services Administration agree that leaders are clear about office reentry plans. That's compared with 74% government-wide in the third round of Pulse survey results. Deputy Administrator Katie Kale tells Federal News Network she's focused on frequent communication, transparency, and honesty with employees about reentry. Along with the Pulse survey data, GSA uses other avenues like its emerging leadership program and virtual coffee chats between leaders and employees to get even more feedback. The Office of Personnel Management wants employees to know there's help if you're struggling with mental health. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. OPM is calling on agency managers to create a work environment free from mental health stigmas. Taking time off is not limited to just physical health. You can use sick leave for mental health as well. Mental health services are available to all employees and their families. Director Kira Nahuja reminds employees where they can find that support. Agency Employee Assistance Programs, or EAPs, provide access to short-term behavioral health services. Additionally, all FEHB plans offer comprehensive outpatient and inpatient mental health benefits. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Sailors are going through a turbulent time with mental health. Officials say there's a variety of factors hindering progress. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. The Navy says it's taking five to six weeks for sailors to get mental health assistance unless they're in suicidal situations. The service told lawmakers yesterday that the issue is partly due to the lack of mental health professionals in the Navy. The service is currently investigating a rash of suicides aboard the USS George Washington. There were three suicides on the ship in April alone. The Navy says it needs senior non-commissioned officers to be more hands-on with mental health to help lower ranks. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. National Guard members on state duty can now unionize thanks to a new Justice Department agreement. A 1978 law forbids military personnel on federal duty from unionizing, but labor unions in Connecticut filed a lawsuit against the DOJ and Attorney General Merrick Garland seeking the right to collective bargaining for National Guard members on duty ordered by the governor. DOJ settled the case on Tuesday. The Defense Department is asking Congress for expanded authority to allow officers to opt out of promotion boards. Currently, most officers have two opportunities to promote to the next rank within a certain time limit or they must leave the military. The authority would let the military services allow officers to defer promotion even if they do not meet the criteria to promote on their first try. USDA's chief information officer wants to hire people with strong data skills, cybersecurity skill sets, and who can talk to non-IT people. Agriculture CIO Gary Washington said it's important to have people who can clearly communicate their needs and on the flip side, make others feel like their needs are important. He said during an ACT-IAC web event Wednesday that if USDA wants to move forward on its presidential management agenda goals on customer experience, the department has to work with vendors who can help do that. 
It's time to relook at the security and privacy of Internet of Things devices. To that end, the National Institute of Standards and Technology is looking for feedback to update its 2019 publication, Considerations for Managing IoT Cybersecurity and Privacy Risks, or NIST IR8228. NIST says there has been a lot of expansion on what IoT devices encompass and new research and threats over the last three years. Some of that feedback will come June 22nd when NIST Cybersecurity for IoT program hosts an event to discuss the IoT landscape and the team's next steps. New cyber vulnerabilities for CISA to release a rare emergency directive. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Agencies have until Monday to mitigate vulnerabilities in five products from VMware that permits hackers to have deep access without the need to authenticate themselves. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency issued a new emergency directive yesterday saying the vulnerabilities in VMware products ranging from Workspace ONE access to its identity manager to its cloud foundation put federal networks and systems at immediate risk. VMware called the vulnerability critical in a posting on its website giving it a score of 9.8 out of 10. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Democratic senators are asking the Federal Trade Commission to investigate a company that provides identity verification services to federal agencies. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden is leading Senators Cory Booker, Ed Markey, and Alex Padilla in asking the FTC to investigate the vendor ID.me. The senators say ID.me made misleading statements about the facial recognition technology it offered to customers, including the IRS. The IRS earlier this year scrapped plans to require users to use facial recognition technology to verify their identities online. ID.me counts at least 10 federal agencies and 30 states as its customers. A new report from GAO says that of the 30 federal programs intended to build climate resilience in Native American villages, most are hard for those residents to access. Programs that require participants to share costs with the government can be out of reach for small villages. GAO says having interagency and intergovernmental coordination could lead to more strategically targeted federal investments. The report has recommendations for the Bureau of Indian Affairs, NOAA, Defense Department, FEMA, HUD, and the Natural Resources Conservation Service. The Postal Service outlines plans to close and consolidate facilities across its delivery network. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more about the plan. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy says USPS will consolidate some network operations into sort and delivery centers with enough space and mail processing equipment to operate more efficiently. USPS will also close annexes around the country. DeJoy says this overhaul of the USPS delivery network will reduce costs and improve revenue. Our current processing plant and transportation network is, well, not good. We process mail and packages in a complicated, illogical, redundant, and inefficient way. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Air Force's Kessel Run project has always been based on the idea that DOD IT projects can get done a lot faster. A new acquisition strategy hopes to bolster that idea. Officials say the main idea is to bring 21 different programs under a single DevSecOps framework. From there, they'll embrace DOD's new software acquisition pathway with five new programs of record. And the Army Material Command is moving to a unified network where tactical and strategic communications, data networking, and operations are in one network. This change comes amid a push to approach technology contracts as a service rather than making and maintaining everything in-house. Daniel Bradford, Chief Information Officer for U.S. Army Material Command, says the Army cannot compete with industry for the necessary talent. Bradford says the unified network will have to be interoperable with other branches and with mission partners and allies. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. 
Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.